Well, back to a new week. Obviously, um, disappointed over the, the, the result last weekend. And I think you guys heard me talk about that after the game. Had opportunity to look at it and review it. And then, uh, you know, get, get ready for this week um, against a difficult uh, team. I mean, Liberty's really well coached. Hugh Freeze is, is a great coach. And um, they've had some injuries even at the, at the uh, quarterback position. And for that team to be 6-1 and one right now, and uh, I think their only their only loss was to a ranked team, Wake Forest, by one, and that's because they went for two, tried to win at the end, you know. So uh, high-powered offense, really good running back, a, 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 a group of running backs that can run the ball, and then whoever they have that quarterback, I'm sure they're going to coach really well and, and um, have really really good skill uh, receivers and and uh, defense is tough too. So uh, really well coached team, got a tough matchup this weekend. Um, Looking forward to our team, you know, uh, correcting some things from last week and the last couple of weeks where we're kind of in a funk right now, obviously, with with the uh, last couple of weeks not getting the results that we, we hope for. Um, but going through some adversity right now, but I think there's going to be a lot of growth, uh, a lot of things to learn, um, keep this uh, positive attitude about trying to get better, and but also, uh, you know, have optimism that, that we'll get through this. And so. And we'll get through this by working hard today and getting back on it and, and um, holding each other accountable and, and, and everybody doing their part. So that's the, the focus going into this week. So any questions? Darnell, go ahead. Good afternoon, Kalani. Um, after the game on Saturday, you talked about accountability for the players and coaches. Player accountability seems pretty straightforward how that's handled, but what does accountability look like for your coaching staff? Yeah, there's accountability and a lot of different things. That's for everybody that's in the program. Um, I don't think this is the platform for me to explain the accountability, but it, it is happening. That's that's my job as a head coach is to make sure that there's accountability in everybody, that everyone does their role and um, and that the roles are defined. So that's pretty much it. Damien, go ahead. Hi, Kalani. Damian Sortelet with the Lynchburg News in Advance. I uh, wanted to ask you about one of your former players, uh, Bentley Hanshaw, who is uh, currently at Liberty. Uh, Hugh Free spoke highly of how uh, you, you know, helped with that process of him and the transfer portal and landing uh, where he's at. Uh, what was what what was he like as a player for you, and uh, how like in terms in terms of the film that you've seen? How have you seen him grow uh, during this season at Liberty? Yeah, uh, Bentley's a great young man, and um, you know, just had the honor of coaching him. I, I played with his dad. Uh, his dad was a, an upperclassman. I was a true freshman, and so um, I know the family really well. Great, great young man from a great family. Uh, when he expressed a, a concern, it was about playing time, having opportunities. He knew that there was a, a bunch of tight ends that were here, just were looking for an opportunity, and, and didn't feel like he had. An, uh, an opportunity to compete, and uh, we, we had a really good discussion. It wasn't a negative thing, and when he was looking at different um, programs to look at, I uh, had those coaches call me and, and, and just spoke the truth, talked about how great of a young man he is, uh, how, how the things that he can do, do on the football field, and didn't want to lose him, but uh, I know that he wants to be on the field and, and wanted to compete, and, and um, you know, I know that Coach Freeze does a great job with his program, and, and that Liberty is a really great, great school, great place to be, especially for a young man coming from BYU that that's is used to living a disciplined life. So, um, you know, I knew that they were going to get a really good player there, and, and 
it's, it's kind of fun watching him on film. You know, he's still got the, the great ball skills and athleticism um, and just really happy that he's found a home. So, uh, you know, obviously won't be cheering for him this game, but um, afterwards I, it's been fun to watch him throughout the season and then we'll definitely wish him the best afterwards. But I, I can't wait to see him give him a hug uh, before the game and after. Jared and then Kevin. Lonnie, when I think of the Utah defenses you were a part of for a very long time, a lot of times I think of a lot of creativity with overloads and stunts and, and you know, just really trying to do a, mix things up, do a lot of different things. And yet, you know, I went back and watched the game and I didn't see a lot of that creativity. And again, it's hard to see just watching the TV broadcast. But what role does creativity play in defensive game planning and how do you kind of look at that philosophically? Well, I think there's a place for all of it. You know, you, you have to have an identity. Um, and a foundation to work on. And so, um, you know, I wouldn't say that the, the when you're going against um, high-speed offenses like Arkansas, and uh, there's a reason why we do no huddle as well. You know, so when you go through teams that do that, there's, you have a difficulty. With te- the reason why teams do that is so that they can get you in a non-creative mode. You know, and so um, and so it keeps things pretty basic. And so whether you do that or not, the offense has to be pretty basic too. So they're going to go fast, probably not a lot of shifts and motions. Um, but uh, that's that's the game now. I think teams are going uh, no huddle, but they're also doing a freeze call. and They're trying to get you into the look, and then they're trying to get the right call to it and uh, and also communicate that to the quarterback. And I think you can you, – you know, defense, you're a reactive uh, squad, so you have to be able – your unit has to be able to read – React to what they're giving you and what they're showing. So, um, but there's there's always room for that and room for innovation and creativity. But you've got to have a foundation of something first that you can build off of. So, that's that's my philosophy on it. Hey, Kalani, uh, do you feel any pressure right now to make a change at defensive coordinator? I feel pressure on everything, you know. So, that's just how that's that's his job, and that's. Uh, the expectations of our fans are high, and I don't have a problem with it. So, the uh, reacting specifically on on that one, there's a there's a, when you're giving up that many points and that many yards, then there has to be that's the level of accountability. There has to be pressure on all of us, and and that's my job as head coach. I I don't have a problem with um, with our fans and how I don't tell fans how to act and how to how to be a fan. I just really appreciate. The fact that our fans care and they love us, you know. So, uh, I think you guys heard me say this before. I want to make them all happy. I want to make the fans happy. If I do, if I'm doing my job correctly, they will be, and that's what I'm focused on. And just to follow up to that, I know you mentioned uh, Mitch. Mitch asked you a little bit about play calling this week. Um, have you made a decision on whether you're going to be more involved in the play calling on the defensive side this week? Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at all the different options that are out there. I think it's more important that we talk to our team first and talk to our players and, and communicate with them first before I mention that. I, I can go through all the changes that we've done from day one to now, and um, probably you guys get tired of it. But the, there's some cool things, good things to carry over, and there's some things that we can, some tweaks and some major changes that you can do. Right now, I think it's all the timing is, is to make sure that you're, Whatever changes we feel comfortable with, we talk to the players first in the, in the, the program. Okay, can then Mitch. 
Connie, I'll be the one to ask you. You mentioned Saturday you might have some uh, announcements on injury, season-ending type stuff. Oh, yeah. Uh, let me see. Josh Larson lost for the season. Uh, also, Layden Lunt, and that happened. We, we had to get some um, tests on those. Uh, I'm trying to think of who else. Anyone in particular you want to ask about? Because I don't I have the sheet in front of me. I guess in particular, I guess the main name is probably Peyton Wilgar. Oh, yeah. Peyton, no, Peyton's not out for the year. Um, he's doubtful for this weekend. We're hoping that he, he, he can go. But uh, that's going to probably show itself in the next couple days. If he's not ready to practice, it's going to be really hard uh, for me to allow him to play if he's not practicing. So that's going to be the key, what happens today and tomorrow. And then anybody else that you're thinking of? And then did Jaron re-injure his shoulder, or was it just kind of a carryover from what he's been dealing with previously? Yeah, you talking about on the late hit? <laughs> um, no, I, I think I think he's I think he's a little banged up, but um, I, I think he'll be fine. It just uh, it's unfortunate that he's that he that happened that he hasn't been at his at his best, but I, I think he's getting closer every week. Um, yeah, and then the, the other guys. I mean. We're hoping to get guys back, um, Peeney and, and and Miles. We're hoping to get back this week, um, and then. Is Jackson uh, out for the year? Jackson McChesney. You know, I, I know he's out for a, a, an amount of time. Not sure if it's completely out of for the season. So I, I can't really say that. I think there's a definitely out for this week, but we have to see. I, I have to get the confirmation on that one. Thank you. Kalani, you said earlier that you want to have the roles clearly defined. Um, when, when you say that, has, has Elisa Tuiaki not been calling the plays this year? Is it more you or Ed Lamb? What, what's the, the roles that have been assigned to this defense in, in this season? you asking for this week or last week or what are you well, you, specifically? You, know, you noted since day, the day one. The yeah, season, I think. What, what have been some of those changes? If you're well, that's what I'm talking about. The details of the changes. I don't think I owe you guys an answer on that. That's program run, you know. So uh, there's a lot of things that are happening. With, uh, Jared, I'm sorry. Jared, go ahead. I know you. The, the goal offensively, we've talked a lot of defense, of course, but offensively the goal is to be balanced. But it seems like um, the, the pass game has been more effective recently than the run game overall, although the run game's had its moments. How do you find, how do you get that balance back to be able to, to have that, you know, kind of that balance that you want to have on both sides? Yeah, I think, I think the key is just to put points on the board. And I, I told A-Rod and Fessy and the staff, just find a way to get points on the board. I, I really don't care how it comes, you know, just the, um, don't, don't force something if it's not there. And sometimes the defense has something to say about it. But I think if we execute at a high level uh, and put our guys in the best position to, to make, make plays, then, then that, that happens for us. I, I like the fact that we got Puka the ball a lot more this week, you know, so that, that wasn't um, anything. I mean, and we even ran the ball with him. So that's creativity and innovation. Is just keep finding ways to get points on the board, and on the flip side of that, defensively find ways to get the boy, the points off and get off the field. That's um, I think I think just throwing those goals out to you is just there's a lot more involved in that, and and um, you know that's I'm focused on trying to get our guys to play it much better and execute better, and that's that's the focus. I was pleased with how the offense played. Obviously, there's some things they can fix and get better, 
um, not pleased with the defense, and that's from technique, fundamentals, assignments, and all that. Kevin and then Jake. Andy, over the next five weeks or so, what do you think constitutes growth in this defense that you'll be looking at um, that, to say that you've made a really big jump um, in terms of the defensive side of the ball? No, I just like adversity. I like some tough times, you know. It, 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 you, you, you grow the most through adversity, and so I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to, to what it filters out, you know. So it can filter out quite a bit in, in the program and even outside. But uh, with that being said, we've, we've been through some adversity before. We've, we've bounced back. BYU football will bounce back to what our identity is and, and what, we're, what you know, we can hang our hat on. That's what we come down to. And then also what we're progressing towards. I mean, we, we know what's coming up. In, in, in the near future, so we've got to get ourselves ready, and that's in a lot of different areas. Make sure that we're we're sound and and like I said, giving matching the expectations that our fans have for us, and that's uh, I have no problem with the expectations that they have because that's I'm a fan myself too, so I, I understand the frustration and the concern from a lot of different angles, right? But um, and I'm not honestly, I I don't have a problem with how fans. Uh, want to be a fan. I just want to make them happy. And, and, and I, what I am grateful for and what I am thankful for is that we have fans that care so much that they support us and, um, and that they uh, showed up and they were here at the, at the games in the stadium. So uh, I, I, want to, I want to do right by them too and, and, and uh, make them all happy. I think if I said it before, if they're all happy that I'm doing my job well. Yeah, Kalani, you said in your opening statement that you're not sure what quarterback you're going to face from Liberty. Uh, you know, Charlie Brewer, you have experience playing against him. There's a, there's an outside shot he could play. What's the biggest issue with preparing for potentially as many as three quarterbacks? Yeah, well, the thing that you see is that they're well coached. And so um, I, I think they put points on the board. They, you know, this is this is what Coach Freeze does with his offense. They're the high-powered offense. And they their running backs can run the ball, and then they have a – a big old lineman. They're they're six and one for a reason. They're already bowl eligible, you know. So, and I, I think they've been bowl eligible pretty much every year for the last four years since since uh, Hugh's been there. So, um, you know, it, it, they're used to success on offense, and they're used to to doing things a certain way. They have a certain standard, and, and uh, we've got to disrupt that somehow. And, and I I don't know which quarterback's going to show up, but I can tell you one thing: he's going to be well coached, and he'll know where to go with the football and. Uh, he's going to get that that offense doing what they've been doing all year, and not a lot of people have been able to stop him. And so, look forward to to being to the matchup and and, and getting our defense ready to roll. We'll take last question for Mitch. Kalani, in, in the past during your tenure, back I think back to 2017 or 2019, you were all when there was adversity that your program faced, you always were confident you knew you had the answers to get it fixed. This time around, with this set of adversity, do you feel confident going forward that you, you do have the answers going forward, whatever they may be, to get this thing fixed? Do you still feel that level of confidence still? Yeah, of course. But, I, I mean, the, the answers, is it's not um, all with me. I don't have all the answers to everything. But I know people that do, and I know that I have resources that can get that done. And so I'm not, I'm not uh, afraid to look uh, for places that we can improve on, but also – uh, I like to think that that, that I know where, where the the answers didn't all come from my stuff. I mean, we talk about our team culture, and, and this was this was the team culture was built off of what Lavelle did for me. So 
um, I'm I, I understand how to get it done, and I understand who to you know who where and who and what resources to use to make sure that we're in a good good position. So that that's where I'm at right now, and then I know that. Uh, I was short with you on the last question, Mitch, but that, my thing is like I always go to talk to the, the players first and, and then whatever whatever news or whatever roles that are defined out there you guys figure out, it, it, then then so be it. But um, I think for me it's doing things in the right order and then um, making sure that we're – I just want to see our guys play it at, at, at their best and that's that's going to be the goal. And, and I've said – you guys heard me say that every week. And so um, it's about time it happens.